Welcome to Race Wife Unfiltered. This weekly podcast is hosted by Rachel Thornhill, who speaks about her life as a race wife and also talks to other women in the racing industry about their left turns, spin outs, and wrecks on this racetrack we call life. Well, hello, 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 and welcome back to Race Wife Unfiltered. I am your lovely host, Rachel Thornhill, and today I'm actually doing a continuation of our Black Women in Motorsports series. Look, y'all, I did not forget. I was trying to find some information. Um, Unfortunately, there's not a lot um, on a lot of the Black women that have paved the way in motorsports. So I finally have another person that we can talk about today, and her name is Peggy Llewellyn, Um, and she was in the NHRA as a pro stock motorcycle racer. So without further ado, this is the story of Peggy Llewellyn. All right, guys. So Peggy Llewellyn was born in San Antonio, Texas. December 26th of 1972. Her dad, Gene Llewellyn, was big into motorcycle racing and Peggy followed in his footsteps, which um, if you grew up in a racing family, you would totally understand this. Um, It's the same thing with my kids. They see their dad racing and, you know, my youngest daughter wants to follow in his footsteps as well. So um, that tends to happen where the kids want to do what their parents do, right? So she started um, at the age of seven uh, getting into racing. So in 2001, she raced six pro events, but had to stop racing due to lack of sponsorships. So she studied um, instead to become a real estate agent. Um, I found that really interesting because that just seems like a a major life change, right? I mean, going from a racer to a real estate agent, that's a huge gap. Like, you know, when it comes to skill set, like this totally different skill sets. But anyway, she, uh, five years later, she started, she started racing again, uh, by securing a new ride. And then in 2007, she became the first black woman to win a national event in the NHRA pro stock motorcycle category. Uh, her achievement made history, right? And it broke barriers for future generations of black women in motorsports. Uh, she was named the 2009 female athlete of the year by the elements of a champion foundation. Um, and I mean, she guys, she's done so much for the racing community as a whole. Um, there's so many things that honestly, I probably won't even be able to cover, um, because I only have a lot of amount of time, but let, let's be real. Even though, um, we're talking about, you know, she started racing again, pretty much in the early two thousands, she still faced discrimination and racism in the racing community. Now, also 
you have to understand now with NHRA, NHRA, I have to give them props where props are due. They have always been very um, diverse when it came when it comes to having women in their in their sport, right? Um, because, like I mentioned uh, previously about um, Nellie Goins, right? She was an NHRA funny car driver, um, you know, back in the seventies, right? So. And I mean, of course, you know, with her being a black woman back then, that was a totally different time. We're talking about, you know, she started what the very the late 60s, early 70s. So, you know, you're talking about right after segregation. So obviously, Miss Nellie went through a lot during that time. Um, But that doesn't mean that any of the black women now, including in the early 2000s or even today, do not face some type of discrimination and racism. And so she did, um, both from fans and fellow drivers too. So she, she, you know, she had to deal with it on both ends. Um, but she didn't let that stop her. You know, she persevered and she continued to race and inspire others, becoming a very, a young, uh, a role model for young girls and women who aspire, who aspire to pursue careers in motorsports. And to be honest, like I, um, that's not something that I've asked any of the drivers, um, that I have interviewed, but it would be a good question to see, especially, um, when it comes to NHRA, if any of them were inspired by Peggy Llewellyn, um, because obviously, you know, she was one of, was, you know, a woman doing this. I mean, we're talking about over 20 years ago. Um, and I'm not very, um, knowledgeable when it comes to NHRA, like, um, the different classes, like if if certain classes had women in it longer than others, because obviously Miss Llewellyn was over motorcycle racing. She was in the motorcycle racing classes. Um, but, you know, when it comes to like funny cars, you know, you had Nellie Goins. She was, um, you know, she was literally the first woman to like hold a bunch of records. But I'm not sure when it comes to Peggy, like if she was the first um the first, you know, woman really in that event. I know she was the first black woman, right, to win a national event in that category. But, you know, I don't know, like, how many women they've had prior um, in in the um, in the pro stock motorcycle uh, category. So uh, she made history again in, in 2010 by becoming the first woman of color to own operate and race for a, an NHRA professional drag racing team. So the name of her um, team is called Two Wheel Women, I'm sorry, Two Wheel Woman <laughs> Racing. Um, also in 2010 and 2011, she was recognized by the Women's Sports Foundation at the 32nd and the 33rd annual salute to women in sports in sports gala. And, and this is held in New York. It was held in New York at that time. Um, she was also inducted into the East coast drag times hall of fame in 2019. 
And she's also, um, you know, she's also done some things outside of the car, right? She's worked as a um, motorsports commentator and an analyst for various media outlets. So she's, you know, she's done things outside of the race car as well, but still racing related. Um, In addition to, you know, racing and commentary work, she's also been a major advocate for diversity and inclusion in motorsports. So she has spoken out, she has spoken out, uh, spoken. Oh gosh, sorry guys. Uh, She has spoken out about like the need for more opportunities for women and people of color in the sport and has worked, you know, um, with charities and, you know, other nonprofit organizations and helped to create programs that help young people get involved in racing. Um, like one, like one of them, uh, one of the things that she was involved in was the, um, it's, it's called like the woman, like go, go, go initiative. Um, I believe that's through the women's sports foundation It's like girl, go, girl, go initiative. Sorry. Um, and that, that was, you know, that promotes like to young women, um, and young girls, um, to get more involved in motorsports. And I know that was something that she, um, that she was a part of. And, you know, there, and also, um, this, this actually isn't racing related, but there's a nonprofit organization that she worked with. Um, and it was a motorcycle club. Um, I don't remember the name of it, but it was, um, they wrote for breast cancer awareness. Right. Um, and I know she, I know she was a part of that as well. Um, but I guys, I don't remember the name. I literally would have to, um, look that up again, (laughs) but, uh, but that is something she, she did as well. And I'm sure there's other things that Miss Peggy has done, um, over the years and, and probably still does. Um, I know she's active on Instagram. Um, I saw her Instagram yesterday actually. And so I know she, she posts on there. So I know she's still doing things like she's not, you know, she, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't she's not retired. You know what I'm saying? Like she's still doing things in the motorsport community, whether that means she's still racing or if she might not be, um, she's still doing stuff to contribute to the community itself. And, um, and honestly, I'm glad that I'm able to share her story because, um, you know, she's, she, she's a, I wouldn't say pioneer cause that kind of seems extremely dated, but let's be real. You know, um, there's not very many black women in motorsports at all. Um, and they're not talked about very much either. And so she's one that really, I would say really, um, stood out in the world, right? She stood out a lot compared to, you know, some of the other black women in motorsports. You know, she she really paved the way um in NHRA in you know, in that pro stock, stock motorcycle division. Um and you know, like I mean to be the first, right? To be the first to win a national event in that category and you know the first black woman to ever do it right you know you can only do that once so um 
kudos to her, you know, um, and that, you know, it's an amazing achievement that she, that she was able to do and make history. And honestly, that's what this is all about. You know, women period, um, in motorsports, their achievements sometimes go, um, unannounced, right? Um, they tend to, their accomplishments tend to be pushed to the wayside. You don't really hear about it. Like, and that's why, you know, I'm doing, um, this podcast is because I want all the women in motorsports to have that voice, whether that means I'm telling their story for them or they're coming on here and sharing their story. And, you know, um, uh, Llewellyn, um, I didn't, I didn't actually take the time to reach out to her. I mean, I possibly could have, and maybe she could have came on and told her story. Um, but, um, no, no, it is what it is. I'm telling her story, but Hey, you know, I could always reach out to her and like, if she wants to come on and talk about, you know, things I did not mention. Right. Um, I would love to have her on here. Um, you know, I, I would love to have every, um, every woman in motorsport that is, you know, that is still alive today to come on my podcast and, you know, talk about their stories. Um, I would rather them tell it themselves than for me to talk for them. But, you know, I mean, with schedules and all of kind of things, um, and sometimes it's just not in the cards either. Some people don't want to do that. Some people don't want to be on podcasts. So if, and, and that's fine too. So if I am able to at least, you know, give you guys some insight on who they are or who they were, because some of, you know, some of the women in motorsports that I will do, um, podcasts on, they might not be with us anymore. Right. Um, earth side, I should say. Right. Um, because obviously our spirits live on, our souls live on, but obviously here on earth, they might not, they might not be here in the flesh anymore, I should say. And, um, and so I will definitely try to tell their stories as much as possible, but the ones that are still alive and kicking, I would love to have them on so they can tell their stories themselves. Um, so, you know, um, Miss Peggy, if you're listening, like I, I hope she does listen to this podcast. I mean, I'll definitely tag her in it whenever it comes out. Um, you are, if you are hearing this, you are truly an inspiration to so many people. You did a lot more than you probably realize for the racing community. Um, I'm sure you've, you've probably heard that a lot, but, I don't think enough can be said because it, it's pretty obvious there was a reason why you were picked as female athlete of the year. There's a reason why you've been recognized by the Women's Sports Foundation multiple times because you truly are an inspiration to so many people. And um, as, a, so, as a woman that is black, I totally understand why representation in motorsports is so important. 
Um, because you don't, you really don't have a lot of black women in racing, right? Um, or, you know, in the racing community, period, whether they are actual racer or they're a race wife or they're, you know, whether they're a media personality, anything, anything in the racing community, you just don't have that. You just don't have that many black women in it. And I, I do feel that that is something that really needs to be addressed. I think more black women need to need to see other black women in motorsports. Right. Because then when it becomes normal, then, you know, then it makes it makes it normalized. Right. In societal terms. And then you have way more um, young, you know, young black girls and women wanting to be in this industry. And so, you know, you, you were one of those, you know, you were one of the first and I commend you for that. And you definitely have paved the way for other black women and young black girls to want to be a part of motorsport. Um, and I'm sure there's many of them that probably could say that you are their idol. You know, you are the, you know, you helped influence their choice to be a part of motorsports. And, um, and I hope you, I hope you constantly get that recognition and I hope that your name, your legacy never goes away. Um, I, that's really been something that I've, been really trying to push. That's why I started this series, even though I did take kind of a break from it. It was because like I was trying to get as much research done as possible, um, you know, and choose who I wanted to speak about. But this is why I started this series, because unfortunately, most of the black women in motorsports, people don't know who they are. Um, and they've never heard of them. They don't, they don't know anything about them. And so their legacies have kind of, um, taken a pause, I guess you could say. And, you know, their legacies haven't really lived on. Um, and I don't want that. I want, um, I want the black women in motorsports for their legacies to live on. And if that means me sharing their stories to be able to get people to look them up, whether they're here anymore or not. Um, that, that makes, that makes my heart sing, right? That makes me full because it's like, I want people to know more about the black women in motorsports because not many people know, um, who they are, what, you know, what they've done, what they've accomplished and ma'am salute to you because you definitely made a name for yourself in NHRA. And, um, I know there's plenty of other women that probably look up to you, um, that, you know, want to follow in your foot, your footsteps. And, um, uh, um, when it comes to black women in motorsports or, uh, even black men in motorsports, you don't see a lot of different, like multiple generations, like the father started, then the son does it, then the daughter does it or whatever. You don't see a ton of that. Um, you see it a lot in other, um, other families, right? But in the black, in the black community, when it comes to motorsports, you don't see it a lot because there's not a lot of black people in motorsports, right? 
Um, and I think that that's something that needs to change. Um, I know, you know, m most of these, um, racing organizations are all about diversity and inclusion now, but you just, you still don't have very many, um, black women and men, um, trying to even join motorsports. Um, you don't see a lot of it. And, um, I do hope that that changes for the future. And of course, I think a lot of it is that a lot of times these, uh, younger, um, girls and women don't see the diversity because, you know, they might not, well, they might not have grown up in the racing community. They don't, they really are not exposed to racing and, um, they don't really know anybody that, um, that is in the black community that does that. And I think that's why sharing, um, black women stories that are in motorsports or they were in motorsports, may they rest in peace. Um, this sheds a light that there were women, you know, in the black community that did do this and they did it for a living. And a lot of them made, um, like amazing achievements and, and accomplished so much in these, um, in, in whatever racing, uh, organization they were in. And that's something to be celebrated. And that's why I, that's why I wanted to share, uh, Peggy Llewellyn's story today. Thanks guys so much for, uh, listening to this episode. Uh, as, as I mentioned, just to recap that this story was about Peggy Llewellyn. She is a black woman in NHRA pro stock motorcycles. Um, I will link her Instagram and her website, um, in the description, because like I said, she's still very involved in the motorsports community. Um, as far as racing goes, I don't know if she, if she's racing, um, or not. Uh, this, this season, I don't think so. I mean, I, I didn't see anything about that, uh, but, oh, you know, on her website, but, um, it could be that she might not have had that her website updated. Um, and it, there might be more information on her Instagram. So I'm going to link all of that in the descriptions. Also, I will tag her in this episode when it comes out because I do, I want her to know that there, there are still people, um, in the motorsport community that still think about her and they still, you know, they still find her as an inspiration and are sharing her story because more, m more people need to know who she is. Um, and so, you know, um, so I will definitely share all of that, um, you know, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, that's where you can find us. Also, uh, check us out listening to the podcast. There's multiple platforms that you can listen to us on. Um, we are officially no longer on Substack. We are on Podbean now. Um, and then you can also listen the normal places, Apple's Apple podcasts, Spotify, um, Tune in Stitcher, 
wherever you wherever you listen to your podcast, you can pretty much find us. Um, but that is the only difference is that now we are on Podbean and we are not on Substack anymore. Um, you know, got sometimes you got to pivot and make changes. You know, and you know when it comes to your business, and that's pretty much where we're at. Podbean is what is what's giving us the platform that we truly want. Um, and so, um, I definitely recommend it. If you have your own podcast, I definitely recommend Podbean. If that is, you know, something that you plan on doing to invest in the future, um, they're definitely good to check out. But as always, I will be back. We will be back on Thursday, um, of next week. Um, and, Guys, there is a special guest that's going to be on that podcast next week. Um, You've probably been seeing me um, post about it on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, And I mean, I am looking forward to that podcast. Uh, She is uh, part of the NASCAR community. That's all I'll say. And, um, and I'm so grateful that, uh, she gave me the opportunity to, um, interview her on, on the, for the podcast so she could share her story. Um, so that's it for me guys. And I will see you next Thursday. Take care.